0: Be glorified. You are the Lord, let your name be magnified. We give you glory. And These the an honor and power and praise and power Father, we give up praise unto your holy name because you are king, Lord, because you are Lord, you are ancient of this, you are the I am that I am, the one that was, and the one that is, and the one that will forever be. Father, we thank you even for your children that you have brought into us today, because we know that you are the one that has ordered their steps, and Father, we pray that they are coming to our midst today, O Lord. That, Father, you make it a journey that they will ever remember for good in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Blessings that they could never imagine. For the reason of being here today, because you have said, "He said this is an act of excellence, the center of testimony. Center of excellence. Father, we pray that, Lord, their lives shall be full of your testimony. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. And even in this season, you will visit them afresh. Amen. You will renew their strength. Amen. And you will draw them closer to yourself. And Father, we pray that, Lord, for all of us that are here, oh Lord, Jacob wrestled with the Lord. He wrestled with the angel of the Lord. And he said, I did not know that the Lord was here. Father, we pray that we have come to your presence today, that we will not leave there until you bless us, oh Lord. We shall not be sensitive to your moving in our midst, O Lord. Amen. In that mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And you will touch us, O Lord. Amen. You will bless us, O Lord. Amen. You will glorify yourself. Amen. And above all, O Lord, Father, we pray that we shall not miss heaven. Amen. Thank you for that which we have given Amen. unto you. Thank you because you will continue to increase us. Amen. And you will continue to enlarge our course. And you will continue to financially bless us. Amen. In that mighty name of Jesus. From above we pray that you release your spirit of excellence Amen. upon everyone that desire to be excellent to Lord. Amen. Glory be to your holy name, Lord. Alleluia. In Jesus' name we are prayed. And somebody shout, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Please, let's be seated. I greet you all and I pray that the Lord, who has preserved you to the present day, will preserve you to the end of life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And uh, in our respective homes, I will encourage us, let's continue to remember the brethren in our prayer. Let's continue to pray for the peace of the Lord to reign in all our nations. Amen. Because the little that we have seen over the weekend about France, any country could be in that position. Let us not just be too relaxed that United Kingdom is secured. No place is secured. It see, except the Lord washes over the city, the wash men, they are just awake in vain. And I pray that the Lord, who neither sleep nor slumber, will continue to wash over us. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let's quickly turn our Bible to Zechariah chapter 4, from verse 7 to 10. Zechariah chapter 4, from verse 7 to 10. Zechariah chapter 4, from verse 7 to 10. If we can have it on the screen, that would be great. Zechariah chapter 4, 7 to 10. He said, Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? He said, You shall become a plain, and you shall bring forth the capstones, with shout of grace, grace to it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hand shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small things? He said, For these seven rejoice to see the plumb lines in the hand of Zerubbabel. They are the eyes of the Lord, which scans to and fro throughout the whole hearts, Then I answered and said to him, What are these olive trees at the right of the lantern and at his left? And I further answered and said to him, What are these two olive branches that dip into the receptacles of the two gold pipes from which the golden oil drains? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we put it back to that verse, not seven? Zechariah chapter 4, verse 7. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 7. That's not. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 7. Now, who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain. Hallelujah. I don't know what mountains that have been confronting you. I don't know what challenges that the enemy has brought before you. But one thing which I know, because the word of the Lord says, if you look at Jeremiah chapter 51, 25, he said that um, he is the one that can destroy every destroyed mountain. Hallelujah. Amen. He is greater than every destroy mountain. So I don't know what mountain that the enemy has put before you that looks as if there is no way forward. But the good news I brought to you today is this: that that same Lord is still on the throne, Amen. and He will destroy all those mountains Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And if you look at the Zechariah one sixteen, say, "I will return with my mercy to Jerusalem. I will return with my mercy." Hallelujah. And in every area you'll be crying unto him for mercy. I pray that I'll be merciful unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You can tie to this, don't give up. Your help is here. Don't give up. Your help is here. Because if you look at the extra chapter 3 from verse 10 to the end, it tells us that even though the word of God has come to Zechariah, When the foundation of the house of God was laid, people brought out their instruments, they began to dance, and then some Pharisees, they began to weep. to the level that they could not distinguish who are the people weeping and which voice are for the people that are praising God. But one thing which I have brought to you today is this. No matter how people weep concerning your victory, the Lord has taken you above them, Amen. and will continue to sustain you, Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As believers, there is a need for restoration, and for us to know what are the things that are necessary for this, number one, there is a need for sanctification, because if we look at the Zechariah chapter 3, from 3 to 5, it tells so much about being sanctified, and that was more or less the conclusion of the whole chapter. There's a need for sanctification. And even if you look at Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to 8, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to 8, it tells us so much about the iniquity being taken away. When the iniquity of someone is being taken away, that means it's been sanctified by God. And it's only then that one can be restored. And even beyond that, there is a need for the power of God to rest upon us. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why, if you look at Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 to 9, it started, it said, Not by power, not by mind, but by my spirit see the Lord. So, which means if you have lost anything before, and you have put so much hope in the Lord, and you can't see anything happening, but by his power are the spoken of his word. Everything that you have lost, you will recover. Amen. And I pray that so shall be for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Even though there might be opposition, but when the power of God rests upon you, nobody, let them continue to oppose, but they will know at the end that is the Lord that has spoken concerning you. Amen. If you go through the whole book of Extra, looking at it from chapter 4, Five, six, just move on like that. Even though God has spoken, is it the hands of Zerubbabel that has started it? Is the one that will complete it? Yes. There was so much of opposition. Even when the foundation was laid, there was a petition that, "Oh, this cannot continue until when the Lord reminded her that I've spoken." And by God's grace, the, the prophet of the Lord, Agai, Zerubbabel, they reminded that this is what God has said. And they stood by them that continued to build. And the opposition, they went ahead to get the approval in order for this building to be stopped. But because God has come to help them, they were not able to stop them. And one important thing which I want us to look at, which is very interesting, if we look at Extra chapter 6 from verse 9 to 12, Extra chapter 6 from verse 9 to 12, the king said everything that was needed by the laborers, able to complete, to make sacrifices, he said the governor of the province must provide it. And I pray that in any area that the enemy as taking away one or two things from you, that the Lord will speak on your behalf Amen. and it will be restored in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. What are we talking about? What does it mean to give up? Because many, many, most often, believers, we get to a point that we look at a situation that's nothing coming out of it. Let me just forget it. Let me give up concerning it maybe it's not the plan of God for me. But one thing which I want you to know is this. Number one, when you give up, you accept failure. Mm-hmm. If you look at Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8, it said, the grass wither and the flower fades. He said, but the word of God will stand forever. If God has said, move on, and you get to a point there's an obstacle, if you give up, all you are saying is, you are accepting the failure. Yes. But when you push on, or you are saying Lord, your word says that your word will stand forever, and I hold on to your word. Yes. And even when you give up, remember where have you pulled? the Romans chapter 8, verse 37? Yes. Romans 8, 37, we say, in him we are more than conqueror. Yes. If you say, yes, God says in his word, we are more than conqueror, and you get to that point and you say, there's no way, I just need to resort to my faith." I pray that you not give up in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you look at John chapter 16, verse 33, John 16, 33, it says, these things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may know, and in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulations, in the world there will be trials, in the world there will be obstacles, in the world there will be whatever you can imagine. He said, but I'll rejoice. Because in the midst of it all, I'm waiting for you at the other side. Yes. And I pray that God will take you to that side Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you look at 1 John chapter 5, verse 5, it says, Who is the one who overcome the world? But who, he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. And that is where we need to hold on to. For you to be an overcomer. For you not to give up you need to believe and hold on to him that he is the son of God and he is the one that can bring that victory. And I pray that that victory will come in the mighty name of Jesus. So what does it mean to give up? That means you accept that your situation is difficult for God to handle. When you get to a point and you look at the old thing, you say, I just need to give up about this matter. All you are saying is, God, my situation is too difficult for you to do. But the word of God tells us, He says, "The God of all mankind, is there, is there anything too difficult for Him to do?" And I know that the God that we serve, there is nothing that is difficult for Him. And I pray that your situation will not be too difficult. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. and that is what we have in the Jeremiah thirty-two twenty-seven. Jeremiah thirty-two thirty-seven, nothing is difficult for Him to handle. And if you look at Matthew nineteen twenty-six. Matthew 19, 26, say, Jesus, look at them. The disciples, when he has told them so many things, they say, who is the one then that will be saved? He just look at them. He said, with man, it's impossible. But with God, nothing shall be impossible. And that is why we need to hold on to this God. Because when we are said, it defeats us believer. All we are saying is, God, I know with man it's impossible. Then with him, then what becomes our stand? And if we hold on to it that with him, nothing is impossible, then we cannot accept failure yes. as the children of God. And I pray that we will not fail in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you look at Genesis chapter 18, 14, Genesis 18, 14, it says, is anything too hard for the Lord? No. Is anything too hard for him? Is there's nothing too hard for him. Even Sarah could have been like that without a child for years. But at the appointed time, I will return unto you. Which is to remind somebody that is an appointed time of God for your life. But you need to hold on to it. I, yes, God, I know my situation is not difficult for you to do. I'm not going to give up because you will return unto me at the appointed time. And I pray that the Lord will return speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So what do we say? When we say, what does he mean to give up? All one is saying, when you give up is, you are insulting God. It's an insult that a child of God gives up on a particular situation. It's an insult because the unbeliever will begin to question, where's your God then? And I pray we will not get to that stage in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And that's why if you look at Romans 10, 9, Romans 10, 9, say, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your hearts, That God raised him from the dead, he said you will be saved. So which means, whatever the situation might be, he is your savior. And he will surely save you. Except if you have not accepted accepted him as your personal Lord and savior. Because if you have accepted him, all you have said is, God, I know that in whatever situation, you will surely save me. And I pray that the Lord, because I know he keeps to his word that he will act speedily concerning us in the mighty name of Jesus. You might be thinking within yourself, after all, I've accepted him, but why is it that certain things are not forthcoming in my life? And they are saying when you resort to give up, when you give up concerning the situation, it's an insult to God. Uh, It's a way of accepting failure. But one thing which I want you to know is this, that regardless of whatever you are passing through, you need to have some basic understanding. And the number one is is the control of time. Is mm-hmm. the chief controller of time. If you look at Revelation chapter twenty-two verse thirteen, Revelation twenty-two thirteen, you says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. What does this mean? Which means is the beginning and is the ending. What does this relate to in our individual life? Which means when the problem started, it was there. And he's already waiting ahead of you till the end of it. And all you just need to understand is, I need to get to where he is. He said, I'm the alpha, the omega, the beginning, and the end. All you just need to do is travel with him in that journey. Travel with him in the midst of that trouble. Because he has already put a mark at the end of it all. And I pray that the Lord will preserve you to get to the end of those situations Amen. and to live above those situations that are threatening you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. As believers, we need to know everything that starts must end. Mm-hmm. How do I know? The life that we have must end one day. When the child is given birth, that's the beginning. When we go back to meet the owner of the life, that is the end. So, which means all we are doing in life. Imagine for as many of us that have been involved in project management, there are project interfaces. An interface we start, the interface might overlap with another interface. So we have so many strikes of lines interfacing. And that is the life that we live in. But definitely the project must have a start date. And there must be a completion or commissioning date. And that is the life that we are living in. So, which means at every stages in our life, there might be some episodes of projects which must have the start date, and definitely there must be an end date. And I pray that the Lord will preserve us, even to live above all the enemies might have planned concerning us. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And that is why if you look at Revelation 21 6, Revelation 21 says, he said to the test, I will give from the spring of water of life, without payment. Hallelujah. He say, I will give from the spring of life freely. Another translation says, without payment. What does this bring to us? When you are praying to God for a breakthrough in a particular situation, and you haven't seen the result yet, rejoice. Because the result is coming. Because God does not want you to pay for the blessings which he is giving unto you. When any man wants to act speedily, he will take one blessing and give you something else. Because if I give you life more abundantly without a payment... And that is the assurance which I have that is bringing unto you victory, Amen. which your blessings will not be substituted for one another. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I was on the net during the week, and there was something which I stumbled on, which I just laughed about, and there was, a, there was a thread which I was following on a particular site, and this one was advertising Illuminati. And he said, oh, with that, they will give you everything. He listed every benefit anybody can get from them. And he now put their number there. That if you want to be part of us, just call this number. And I look at it. Many are perishing. Many will perish through that. How? Because they look at the challenges they are passing through. And they are looking for help where there is no help. Because many we call, because they've said, whatever financial situations we will help, whatever situations we will help. But one thing which I know, the only help that will last forever is from the most high God. And that is why the psalmist say, I lift up my eyes unto the he. He said, Where we'll cometh my help? My help cometh not from any man. It's not from any man. It's not from any government, but it's the one who has created my soul. Yes. The one who have pledged my allegiance to that I will serve you to the end of my life. And that is what I want us to hold on to as believers, that our help is from the Lord, because he is the one that will help us to the very end. And I pray that the Lord will arise on your behalf in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Going further from that, yes, you have accepted him, but there are certain things that you cannot understand that is going on. But I want you to know that he is the life changer, and he's the one that can change time and season. If you look at Daniel chapter 2, verse 20 to 22, Daniel chapter 2, verse 20 to 22, he said, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. He said, Give wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. And that is what you need the revelation of the secret things concerning your life. Because when he reveals that to you, that makes you to have even a change of thinking about those particular situations. He said, he knows what is in the darkness, yes. and light dwells in him. And because he knows, he brings everything that in darkness into light. He said, I thank you and praise you, O God, my Father. You have given me wisdom and might, and have now made known to me what we ask of you. Because he changes times and seasons. It changes situation. It changes even things which are hidden from man. And I pray that everything that is hidden from you, that the Lord will reveal unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. So all you need is the revelation of the secret things. When you have the revelation about tomorrow, even when you get to tomorrow, you will not be challenged because you've got the revelation already that this is how tomorrow will be. These are the events that will happen tomorrow. And I pray that the Lord will continue to reveal himself unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus. That's why in Job chapter 12 verse 22, Job 12 verse 22, it says he uncovers the deep out of darkness and brings deep darkness to light. There is nothing that is dark in your life. There is nothing that is hidden in your life. There is nothing that you can't figure out in your life. That God cannot bring into light. Uh-huh. But all you need to know is hold on to Him. And He will bring everything into light Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I pray for somebody that no matter how dark the situation might be, that the Lord will show forth Amen. with his solutions Amen. and victory concerning you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And this same God, because of you, he can stop time. It can stop the old time that time, stop. Because there is a need for me to fast track some testimonies. If you look at the story of the Israelites, if you look at Joshua 10, 12 to 14, it said the Israelites were in battles. So they were in battle, the sun and moon stood. Everything stopped. And I began to ponder on that wow. Doesn't mean that God was so much enjoying the battle. But He gave them the opportunity to be able to pursue them the more and fight their enemies. So which means concerning you, the Lord can put everything around you at hold. And He will stop everything because He wants all your enemies to be defeated. And I pray that the Lord... We take you above all the enemies. And you'll be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. He is always on time. Even though he can put time on hold, he can fast track time, but regardless, he will always show forth. God has never been late. You might be thinking, how can Check your life if you have been walking with him. When you get to a point whereby you have looked at it that all hope is lost, something suddenly will happen that you will see that the hands of God is still at work. Hallelujah. Amen. I was saying it sometimes ago, you know, and that was when I came to the conclusion within me that everything I pass through in life, God is aware. I've looked at all my accounts, and I have some direct debits coming off on Monday. I was not in town, and I look at it. How would they go through? There's no money in this account that can accommodate these direct debits. And I just came back home on the weekend, and I just saw a letter from my bank, uh, because we have been writing you this letter for all these ages, we didn't put this particular clause. We are sorry, we are refunding XYZ money to you. And I just look at it, uh, what are they talking about? And then I had to call them, that, ah, thank you, but I think you are owe me more. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Because uh, when God reveals the secret of your enemies to you, you can Amen. use it against them. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And believe me, I've got to the point whereby, because I as individual, I can't be calling, please lend me money. I don't like doing that. Because one, it brings down, he puts the name of God, and she says, A Pastor begging for money. <laughs> but you see, I just look at it. What can I do? I didn't even pray that God help, But he has seen that at this point, I must come forth and they instigated the bank themselves. Yes. I'm sure what they saw was probably not that weekend. The matter must have been there. Why was it that weekend was when they wrote the letter and they credited my account with the money that was maybe almost times 10 of what I needed to pay off on the Monday. But I know the same God is on the throne. Yeah. Amen. Whatever your situation might be, even when you get to that point where you think all hope is gone, I pray that it will show forth in the mighty name of Jesus. If you look at 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 8 to 16, it tells us so much about the widow of Sarifat. And I get one understanding from this. He said the prophet got to this woman. And the woman said, the meal, the last meal I have is for myself and my son to eat and die. Why has the prophet not been delayed? For the woman to have eaten the last meal. Why has the prophet now waited for a few hours? So that when he gets there, the woman says, Oh, sorry, we have eaten the last meal. We have nothing again. But God, because it's always on time, the prophet goes there even before the woman ate the last meal. And even through that, he blessed the prophet, he blessed the widow. And I pray that that which is in your hands, the Lord will multiply you Amen. and He will use it to bless you Amen. and even the generations to come Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Many of us might begin to think, well, someone's opportunity will not pass him by. You might begin to think within yourself, well, that is the opportunity for the prophets. That is why it didn't pass him by. But it goes beyond that. He is God. Mm. It's not about the opportunity or maybe the luck of the prophets. That is why when you look at Matthew eleven twelve. Matthew eleven twelve, he said, "From the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence. So which means that which belongs to you, you must take it. You must be determined. You must have the zeal that this is my inheritance. You don't leave it to where the river that one we drink will not flow passing. Many rivers will flow and then there's nothing that will happen." But when you have the understanding that this is my river, I must create a dam. Mm. You are not passing by until I drink sufficiently. Then the river will obey you. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why if you look at Matthew 12, 29. Matthew 12, 29, you say, says oh, all again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house? First of all, you need to bind the strong man for you to be able to deal with him. Because if you go in there without binding him first, he will deal with you. And that is where God comes in to give you the wisdom. Because it's God that will give you the wisdom that this is how you need to deal with this strong man. Before you take that which belongs to you. So it's God that will give you the wisdom. This is how you need to deal with this situation. So that you don't continue to live at the stage that every every of my own opportunity will not pass me by. Because the enemy as well, they are at work. They understand that the more you bless, the more problem you create for them. And I pray that the Lord will continue to open our eyes. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In him there is hope. In him there is hope. And what I want us to know in the, is this. When you give up, you negate... The word of God. All you have succeeded in doing is to say the word of God is not true. Because if you look at Psalm 62 verse 5, Psalm 62 verse 5, it says, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. And if we declare that, Yes, God, my hope is in you, then I have no right to give up. But I need to have the understanding that the word of God says, we wrestle not against the flesh and blood. So which means there are principalities, there are cosmic forces in the atmosphere that works. And when I have that understanding and I know that my hope is in Christ, then it gives me the understanding that I need to violently possess my possessions. There might be some that will come cheap. Glory be to God. But there might be some that you have to wrestle for. For you to take it. And I pray that God will give us the strength Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. When you look at the hope, you know the another translation says is the expectation, and that's why if you look at uh, Psalm 9:18, Psalm 9 verse 18, he says, "God will never forget the needy. God will never forget the needy, and the hope of afflicted will never perish." So, which means God will never forget you. It's his word. And your situation cannot negate the word of God. And I pray that God will never forget you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You might have given up concerning some situation. You might have got to some point in life and you look at it that, out of my priorities in life, this one, there is no way in this one again. Even though within yourself, you have the conviction that it's God that said it. But because you cannot see it happening, and you thought, did God really say it? <laughs> but what I have for you is this. Number one, surrender everything back unto him. Mm-hmm. Because you can't fight that back to yourself. That's true. And in any way, you have lost that hope, repledge pledge your allegiance unto him. Number two, find your way back unto him and ensure that you hold on unto him very, very tight. If you look at Proverbs 16, 7, Proverbs sixteen seven, He it says when he takes pleasure in you, he makes even your enemy to make peace with you. So which means when you find your way back to him and you hold on tight to him, all he needs to do concerning you is to have pleasure in you. And when he has that pleasure in you, forget no matter the caliber of the enemies they might be, they will walk to favor you. And I pray that that shall be concerning you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Bringing all this together, let's look at 2 Peter 1, verse 5-9. to 2 Peter chapter 5, chapter 1, verse 5 to 9. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 5 to 9. And that will take us to the conclusion of the matter because as believers, one we cannot afford to give up. As believer, we cannot afford to say our God is a liar. Because when you have told even the unbelievers that my God is great. And then you go back to them that this situation looks impossible. And the first thing they will ask is, have you spoken to that, your God? And they have prayed, but nothing happens. And the question they will say is, so how do you want me to believe in your God? Verse 5 to 9. He says, who are being guarded by God's power through faith? till you fully inherit the final salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. He said you should be exceedingly glad on these accounts. Though, now for a little while, you may be distressed by trials and suffer temptations. He says so that the genuineness of your faith may be tested. Mm-hmm. He says your faith, which is infinitely more precious than the perishable gold which is tested and purified by fire. He said, this proving of your faith is intended to redound to your praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ the Messiah, the Anointed One is revealed. He said, without having seen Him, you love Him. Though you do not even now see Him, you believe in Him and exalt and thrill with inexpressible and glorious tri- tri- triumphant joy. They say at the same time, you receive the results, outcome consummation of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And one thing which I want us to have in mind is this: whatever we are passing through in life is to get us out better. Yes. No matter how great you say you have faith, when you put your faith on the scale of 1 to 10, you say, yes, I have faith, I believe in God, it's 9 over 10. And you don't pass through trials and tribulation. That faith has still not been tested. No matter how intelligent a student might be, when you have not shown me by the result of your exam that you can score between 70 and 90, you are not excellent. Or maybe 70 to 100. You are not excellent yet, but you have a result to show. I sat for the exam, and I got 80, 90, 100. Then you can say to somebody that, yes, you know I'm excellent. The spirit of excellence is upon me, and you can see by the results. So, which means, until you come out of those situations, then you can't say yet that your faith has been tested. But one thing which I know is this. God will not give you what is too much for you to handle. It's not going to bring to you, he's not going to allow the enemy to bring to you a situation that is beyond you. When you look at Job, if you read the whole story of Job, He says in verse six, Job chapter one from verse six, he says, "When the children of God gathered together?" He said, "The Satan came and stood with them. And God asked him, "What are you doing?" He said, "I've been roaming around as my usual work. I've been jumping up and down, doing all manner of stuff. He said, "But did you see my son Job?" I said, "It's because of your protection." That's why I can't lay hands on him. Yes. So, when nothing is happening, when everything is going on well for you, bear reminder because the protection of God is still upon you. Yes. But you need to know that the enemy is away, mm-hmm. that God is protecting you. Yes. And you need to know that every day he keeps on going to God, that God, give me the opportunity, let's test him. Let's test him and see. And God gave him permission. He said, Go. But it's life, don't touch. Yes. And that situation you are passing through, do you know the negotiations that have gone on in the spiritual? Mm-hmm. In order to bring out the best that is in you. Yes. But the word of God for you today is this that no matter how terrible that situation may be, God is still watching over you. Yes. And He's standing by at the point. Whereby he has said this is the end of that trials and tribulation. But all you need to focus on is focus on him, the author, and the finisher of your faith. Who is able to walk through with you? He said, even if you walk through the shadow of death, there is with you. Even if you pass through the old tribulations and trials in this world, there he is with you. So, which means there is nothing that can touch your life unless God allows it. They might touch your material things. They might touch all your possessions. But at the end, when He sees you through, He will recompense you in multiple folds. Please, let's rise. And we are going to pray. It is so much interesting to hear the word of God like this. Don't give up. Your help is around the corner. Yes, this is the month of divine assistance. I know that's the word of God. But something still says the spirit is willing. But the flesh is willing. I know, Pastor, all this you are saying. I know it. But there are certain situations that the instincts. We still say that it's tough. But you are going to pray for yourself. And the first prayer you are going to pray is, Father, please help my weaknesses. Just pray unto him. When God helps every weak areas of your life, then there is nothing that will challenge you. That Father, please help all my weaknesses. In every area where I am weak, that I need strength, please help me, hold oh Lord. In every area where I am weak, please help me, oh Lord. I need your help, oh Lord. I need your help. Because I cannot give up. I can't give up on you, oh Lord. Enemy cannot triumph over me. Enemy cannot rejoice over me. The Father, I need your help, oh Lord. I need your help, oh Lord. To be able to able prove to the pit of hell, the kingdom of darkness, that my God is God indeed. The Father, I need your help. To be able to declare positive things every days of my life, that Lord, I need your help. To be able to stand before even the unbelievers and say, Yes, God has always been my help. That Father, please, I need your help. Help me, O Lord. Help my weaknesses, O Lord. That Father, please, I need your help in this season. Because if you think that things will be becoming easier, that's not going to be the situation. Even the government will tell you that even in this things will not be easier. Benefits everything they will continue to cut it. So that's just to remind you that there will be so much, even against even the believers, that Father, I need your help. To the level that I'll be able, I will not be able to look up to man, but I we just have that strength and the confidence to look up to you in every situation. That Father, please, I need your help, oh Lord. I need your help, oh Lord. That Father, please give me your help. I need your help to stand firm. Just pray unto him for yourself. And I want you just to pray that, Father, I reject every deceit of the enemy that says I will not make it in life. Just pray that, Father, every word of the enemy, every deceit, everything that the enemy might have said. That I will not make it, that, Father, I reject them, and I cancel them with the blood of Jesus. Just begin to declare, because there is so much that the enemy has said concerning you, that, Father, I come against every spoken word that is not working positively concerning my destiny, that every negative word that might have been spoken concerning me, that I come against them today in the mighty name of Jesus, that, Father, I come against them today in the mighty name of Jesus, the Father, every negative spoken word, oh Lord, that I come against them today, just pray to the Lord, pray to the Lord, that Father, I come against them, that I declare that Lord, every negative spoken word concerning me, that they will not stand in the mighty name of Jesus. And I want you just to begin to continue to pray for yourself. And if you are here and you've got to the situation in life that the situation around you is so much overwhelming. And you have looked at it while everybody is praying for themselves to reject every negative spoken word concerning them. But you have got to a point whereby everything is just overwhelming, wherever you turn to, things are tough. Even if, without anybody telling you, you can see it that things are tough. I've brought on to you today is the assurance from God that regardless of that situation, that God is with you and is ready to move on in that journey with you. Amen. And we will go with you until you have that victory to show to the whole world. And I want you just to continue to pray for yourself if you are in that situation. That, Lord, I declare concerning my life that, Lord, you will uphold me, that you will strengthen me, that you will strengthen me, oh Lord, that you will release more of your grace upon me, that you will release more of your strength upon me, the that, Father, you will release more of your strength upon me. And if you are here, you've never given your life to Christ, then you need Christ, because that's the foundation of all things. Without Him, you can do nothing. Without Him, you'll continue to struggle in life. Without Him, there's nothing you will do that will make you to fulfill purpose. All I will request of you is, wherever you are, you can just signify we pray together. If you have never given your life to Christ, because you need Him, for Him to answer your prayer, or do you declare him as your personal Lord and Savior? Every prayer is just a waste. And I want us to pray. Because if you look at the Proverbs 13:12, he said, Hope defied makes the heart sick. He said, But desire fulfilled is a tree of life. And you are going to pray that Father, please arise and let not my hope be delayed any longer. Just pray, Lord, that please arise. Let not my hope be delayed any longer. Because if the word of God says, hope defiant makes the heart sick, there is no way, when that wish you have been hoping to receive, when that wish you have been saying, yes, I will receive it tomorrow, does it come, you will be tired of the situation. Is a hope defiant makes the heart sick, that, Father, every of my hope in you, O oh Lord, every of my trust, my confidence in you, oh Lord, that, Father, I will no longer be delayed. Just pray for yourself. That I will no longer be delayed. In that mighty name of Jesus, O Lord, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord, Father, we worship you, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, Father, we thank you, Lord, because you are In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. I want us to pray for one another. You pray for the person next to you. If you know the person by name, you can call him by his name. If you don't, just join your faith with the person. If you look at Proverbs 13, 13, it says, He will scorn instruction. We pay for it. He will neglect instruction. We pay for it. But whosoever respects instruction or command is rewarded. And the prayer you are going to pray for that person is, Father, in any way your child might have neglected your instruction. Please show mercy come forth with your mercy. Because you don't want that person to pay dearly for neglecting that instruction. That even in any way this your child might have neglected the instruction of evil, ease or appearance that might want to bring trouble upon him or harm, that father, please show forth with your mercy. In any way that this, your child might have neglected the instruction of his or spiritual fathers, that father, please show forth with your mercy. In any way that this, your child might have neglected the instruction that you said specifically for him or her. Please show forth with your mercy, oh Lord. And just pray that, Lord, grace never to neglect your instruction again. Please release upon him. Grace never to neglect your command. Grace never to neglect your direction. Grace never to do anything out of his or own, own insights. Grace never to even think that, yes, I can do things by my own ability. That, brother, please release upon your child. That, grace never to, to be full of oneself. That, please release upon this your child. Grace never to give up on you. Please release upon your child, oh Lord. Grace to always look up to you, the author and the finisher of his or faith. Please release upon him or her. Now, Father, the grace, O Lord, to continually seek your face. Please release upon this, your child, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I want you just to begin to pray for that person. That we see you at the top and we will get to the top together. That the Lord will strengthen you and you will fulfill purpose. And you will make it to the end, in the mighty name of Jesus. And even in your career, enemies shall not cut short your destiny. That even in your marriage, enemies shall not cut short your destiny. That in everything you lay your hands, that there will be prosperity. That even before you pray to the Lord, the leaven will answer your prayer. Yeah. That even before you open your mouth, the Lord will fill it with the mysteries of heaven. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, release unto us the mystery. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, Father, we pray about that you release unto us, Lord, your mystery hold up. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fill us up, Lord, In the mighty name of Jesus. And let's just begin to bring our prayer to a close. Everlasting Lord, we say you are the Almighty God. Thank you because you are the Lord that answered prayer. Thank you because before we call upon you, you have answered us. Thank you because before we get to that situation, you have created the end of it for us already. Thank you because Before that problem comes, you have determined the end date for that particular situation. Thank you even when we are in that situation, you go with us, you walk with us. Thank you because you have promised to see us through. Thank you because your word stands forever, that you will never for any reason neglect or reject us. Because your word says, those who come to me, I will not cast away. And Father, we pray that, Lord, the grace never to give up, you release upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Many might have given up in the past, but you are the great restorer. Those situations that they look at are stepping stone to their greatness. But they look at things, they can't see anything coming forth. And because they have waited so long, their heart was sick. Father, we pray that you will can stop every natural thing until you do that which you want to do. For you who can fast-track even destinies, you who can fast-track miracles, you who can reverse time, you who can fast-forward time, Father, we pray. That for everything that might have been lost, O oh Lord, that you will speak your word concerning them, and they will go forth at this moment and they will recover them all in the mighty name of Jesus. Yay! For as many that even when those situations look tough, unknowingly they have said one thing or the other that the enemy is holding on to. And he's saying, yes, if your child has said this word, you need to bless him again. Father, we pray that Lord, on their behalf, you rebuke the abuser, the accuser. Amen. Rebuke the accuser of men. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In every area that the enemy has been coming to you every day, that God, please give me permission to deal with this your child, oh Lord. Father, we pray that you open our eyes. Amen. And you reveal unto us the secret things. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Even in our relationship with you, oh Lord, you help us to grow. Amen. You help us to grow stronger. Amen. And for as many that are passing through the test of their faith at this moment, Father, we pray that you will see them through. Amen. You will give them the victory. Amen. The victory that will bring souls unto you. Yes. Amen. That even when they appear, hear about their victory, they be able to say, Show me your God. That I may worship him as well. Amen. That Father, give that victory unto everyone in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. And it is a prayer, O Lord, that if you tell it to come, that enemy shall not find his way into our habitation. Amen. enemy shall not find a place of abode in our life. Amen. Enemy shall not afflict us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And for as many that are passing through the test of their faith, even in other parts of the world, Father, we pray that you send unto them your angelic assistance Amen. so that they be able to stand fair in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your God. You. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.